Zig's Inspire Podcast. My name is Blake Lindsay, and I am really glad you're here. If you're a new visitor to Ziggler.com, we're so glad you came by to give us a listen. If you like what you hear, and I certainly believe you will, I hope you'll tell a friend about us. A lot of you have been listening for several weeks. We hope you find these little gems shared by Mr. Ziggler to be very helpful to you as you go about your daily business. Today, we are going to be listening to Zig talk about one of his favorite subjects, your attitude. Maybe you are suffering from hardening of the attitudes and need a checkup from the neck up. That is exactly what Zig is going to do. In this segment, you will hear Zig mention several times the phrase, the automobile university. He is talking about the fact that while you're driving around on your daily commute, you can learn so many new things just by listening to different recordings. You can learn a new word a day or an entire language over the course of a few weeks. Maybe you are listening to me right now while driving down the road. Anyway, take a listen and see what you can learn today. And I think every speaker alive always dreams of an opening that would just absolutely reach out and grab every member of the audience. Well, I've got this one story that would just knock your hair out, but I noticed several of you fellows have already heard it. (laughs) The scene is Phoenix, Arizona. My son and I had been playing in a golf tournament out there. During the tournament, the weather was absolutely magnificent, but the day we were headed back to Dallas, it was raining and hail was falling. It was a mess. By the time we got to the airport, we got soaking wet trying to get into the airport itself. We went down. There were about 3,212 people in the airport. Got down to the line, and 476 of them about were waiting in line. We obviously didn't get to the front of the line, The gate agent, uh, when we first got there, was a fair-skinned, blue-eyed blonde. But everybody that came along were dumping on him. I mean, they blamed him for the weather. They blamed him for the computer foul-up. They blamed him for the world economy. They blamed him for everything. By the time we got to him, it looked like the cruise director for the Titanic. I mean, uh, somebody had licked all the red off of his candy. uh, You know, he, he, he was in bad shape. As a matter of fact... By the time we got to him, uh, the red in his neck had moved all the way up, and he was a flaming redhead. Well, as is my custom when I greeted him, it was with a lot of enthusiasm. I said, well, how you doing? He said, compared to who? (laughs) I said, compared to that person who doesn't have a job of any kind, who doesn't have nice warm clothes to wear, who has no future that he can call his own who lives in a land where there is no freedom of speech or travel, who does not know from one day to the next what is going to happen to him. I said, how you doing? You've never seen such a radical change in a human being. He smiled broadly and he said, I'm doing wonderfully well and thank you so much for reminding me. A lot of times we need to be reminded, don't we? The young man got so excited, he got so carried away, he was so appreciative of the fact that I'd called something to his attention that he moved my son and me up to first class. (laughs) Now, as we walked in, I could not help but notice that he was greeting the other people in an entirely different way. 
more pleasantly, more courteously. Now, the weather was still bad. The computer was still fouled up. The economy had not changed. The only thing that had changed was his attitude. And his attitude changed because the input in his mind had changed. Now, let me ask you a question. How many of you think with the new attitude, he's got a reasonably good chance of keeping his job? Can I see your hands, please? How many of you believe he might even get a promotion if he keeps the attitude that I left him with? Can I see your hand? How many of you believe that if he's married with children, when he got home, he was a better husband and a better father? Can I see your hands, please? All right. Now, let me ask you some questions. How much did I teach him about being better on his job? How much did I teach him about being a better husband, a better father, a better man? Absolutely nothing. And yet all of it radically changed simply because the attitude had changed because the input in his mind had changed. You'll hear me say this a lot. You're what you are and where you are because of what's gone into your mind. You can change what you are. You can change where you are by changing what goes into your mind. Now the next question is, let me ask you, how many of you believe that here it is several years later, that he still remembers that day about that fellow that came along and said those nice things to him and his attitude was so much better. How many of you believe he still remembers all of that and as a result, his attitude is permanently good? <laughs> Not going to happen, is it? Because since then, there have been probably some negatives that happen. Now, he doesn't have a chance to listen to me give him a little pep talk every day. But the neat thing about strategies for success, you have that opportunity. Because in Automobile University, you can listen every day. And the interesting thing is, as you listen every day, you're going to discover that it becomes new and new and new again. You want to let your family listen along with you. Because as a family listens, almost regardless of age, I see adults almost every day of my life who said, you know, when I was a little guy, five years old, my mom and dad started throwing those tapes in there and I started listening to them. And, and I got to tell you, I, at first I didn't like them. But over a period of time, they started to have an effect on me. Automobile University is a wonderful institution. And when you have the family listen together, you get on the same page. You adopt the same values. You communicate more easily and readily. You have things in common that will make a difference and a big difference. The giant Belgian horse on its own can pull 8,000 pounds. Hook him up with another giant Belgian horse. The team will pull 17,000 pounds. Send him off to school. Teach him to pull in harmony and the team will pull 20 5,000 pounds. There's something about being on the same page that makes such a dramatic difference in a person's life. As we look at how do you develop and maintain a winning attitude, I want to ask you just how important is attitude anyhow? Well, let me tell you what Alan Cox, he's the author of the Confessions of a Corporate Headhunter, has to say about attitude. He said, attitude determines strength and direction. He asked 1,173 executives in major corporations about positive thinking. 49% of these executives said it affected their own success very strongly. An additional 46.5% said it was a significant factor, and 4.5% 
were neutral about it. There wasn't a one who said uh, there was damage done by having the right attitude. Your attitude is enormously important, particularly in the first part of the day. Here's what the psychologists say. They say that your first significant encounter at the beginning of the day has more bearing on your attitude for the rest of the day than does the next four contacts that you're going to have. Now understand, you have complete control of the first part of your day. You can isolate yourself somewhere and read or listen or you can get in your automobile and you can listen on the way to your work, to your job, or whatever it is that you're doing. And sometimes it only takes a few minutes for it to make a difference. I had less than 30 seconds in front of that gate agent, and yet there was an attitude change there. Just in those few seconds, it did make a difference. Calvin Robert says this about your attitude, and it's validated by Harvard and Stanford University. They say that 85% of the reason a person gets a job and gets ahead in that job is because of their attitude. It's enormously important, and we need to understand that. The good news is, according to William James, he simply says that we can change our lives, and this is the most important discovery of our, of our time. We can change our lives by changing our attitude. On with what Mr. Cox said, he said, no one with whom leaders deal is given such short shrift as negative thinkers. Don't you like to be around them? These people, you know, who, uh, uh, you know, they look like they've been weaned on a pickle. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know pe people that just, you know, they can brighten up a room by leaving it. I mean, you know the kind of, of people I'm talking about. Those who are so skeptical, they demand a bacteria count on the milk of human kindness. You know who I'm talking about it. So cynical, they believe somebody pushed Humpty Dumpty. You've uh, seen it. So narrow-minded, they can look through a keyhole with both eyes at the same time. Have you ever seen anybody like that? Think about your day today. What was your first encounter like? Did it encourage and uplift you? Or did it start your day off wrong? Tomorrow, make a commitment to yourself to control your first encounter of the day and make it positive to listen to something good for you in your car and to encourage someone else in your day. If you will make a habit of just these three ideas, you will see a change in your attitude for the good. Remember to live your life to the fullest. I'm Blake Lindsay, looking forward to being back next week with another Inspire podcast right here at Ziegler.com. Make sure you bring somebody with you, and as Mr. Ziegler would say, make it a better than good day. Ziegler. 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 Inspiring true performance.